We're going to have our reading and then the sermon and then the prayers now. Uh, First, the reading, and Judith is going to read for us from the book of Ephesians. The reading tonight is taken from Ephesians chapter 5, beginning at verse 8 through to verse 20. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hello, my name is Stephen. Uh, I'm the youth minister at Bishop Huntington Church and we're looking at Ephesians chapter 5. So get a Bible, get it open uh, and let me pray. Father, thank you for these beautiful words. Take them into our hearts and change us. We pray. Amen. Now this little bit of Ephesians is all about like big changes and you may be able to notice a little transformation that's gone on up here. I've had a lockdown haircut! <coughs> Here's what I looked like a few days ago. Like shaggy haired Stephen and now look at me, clean and crisp. Thanks Lizzie. <coughs> wow, what a change, right? From hair to no hair. <laughs> but um, there's a bigger change in my life than a haircut in lockdown. And that change took place on the 25th of July, 2015. I got married. I got married to Lizzie. And suddenly, I changed from being single Stephen to married Stephen. And because, like, my identity had changed, well, my actions had to change too. There's no way I could carry on living like single slobby Stephen. Like, that was a good thing. Like, like, I meant I had to... um, Stop leaving, like, shaving hairs in the sink. Uh, it, it meant I had to, um, uh, like, not spend all my money buying caps. <laughs> it, it meant that I had to go to the toilet with the door closed now. Like, all good positive changes. Because a change in identity, well, it meant a change in my, my actions. And every Christian believer has gone through an even bigger change than a lockdown haircut. Even bigger than marriage. Every Christian believer has gone through the change in Ephesians 5 verse 8. 
And such a big change inside us has to make a difference outside us. So let's have a little look. Because Paul, in this chunk of Ephesians, is talking about how Christians need to live differently. And, and he's just been using uh, like God's wrath as a reason why Christians live differently. And from that negative motivation, he now moves to more positive motivation in Ephesians 5, verse 8. So, let's have a look at it. Ephesians 5, verse 8. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. And we're going to camp out here for the rest of today, because this is one awesome verse, right? And actually, why not try and memorise it over lockdown? Right? Why not make it like your um, lockdown mantra? Because our big headline is, you were once darkness, but now you are light. And did you notice the little linking word in that verse? But. It's another mighty big Ephesian but. Um, as Martin Lloyd-Jones uh, uh, said, he said, um, as we've been working our way through this letter, we have already had occasion more than once to show how the Apostle glories in the words, but now. Like, Paul loves a good but. And this is no different. Because this but here is describing the huge change that every Christian goes through. From darkness to light. And notice verse 8, we were once darkness. Like, it's not that we lived in darkness, or, or were kind of dark. No, we were, by very nature, dark. And like all of us know that darkness, well, it's not a good thing. I mean, we know that. And Lizzie and I have been watching a, a show called Stranger Things on Netflix. I know, like, three years too late, right? But, <laughs> but, but like, as I've been watching it, and we've realised, like, that every single episode of Stranger Things and pretty much every single, like, TV show ever made or film, well, bad stuff only ever happens in the dark. Have you noticed that? Like, the monster only comes out in dark. <laughs> That's a monster impression. Um, but, but, but also, um, like, like, people only get kidnapped when it's dark. The music changes and gets scary and intense when it's dark. I mean, you never, ever, ever see um, the monster, like, frolicking around on the hills, sound of music style, like birds chirping, sunshine. No! Like the monster skulks in the darkness. Instinctively, we know that darkness is bad and evil. And humans, well, we're creatures of darkness! And it kind of means three things. It, it, it means, um, first off, that like, our thinking is dark. Have a look at Ephesians 4, verse 18. It says, uh, they are darkened in their understanding. So, our thinking is dark. It's like we're blind to who God is. And we can't see him. Ignorant of spiritual things. Our thinking is dark. But also, our deeds are dark. Ephesians 5, verse 11. The fruitless deeds of darkness. And they're called shameful, disobedient. They're not nice things. And that's what we do by nature. Our thinking is dark, our deeds are dark and evil, and, well, our future is dark. Ephesians 4 verse 18 again says, they're darkening understanding and separated from the life of God. And 
5 verse 14 links uh, darkness and death together. So, so we're critters of darkness, scurrying around in the darkness, our thinking is dark, our deeds are dark, our future is dark. It's like, it's like we're rats, scuttling and scurrying at home in darkness. And that's quite a scary picture. So, the words of Ephesians 5 verse 8 are beautiful. That but is incredible. Have a look at it. For you were once darkness. But now you are light in the Lord. Look at that change. Like light is our new nature. And how have we gone from darkness to light? Well, Ephesians 5 verse 14 kind of tells us. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus. Jesus, he is how we've gone from darkness to light, because he is the light of the world. And he shines on us, and draws us out of darkness, and brings us into his light. I mean, we we know the song, don't we? Um, Light of the world, you step down into darkness. That's what he did. But more than that, he also died in darkness. And see, Jesus, the Son of God, died in darkness so that we might be called children of light. It's like he journeyed from light and all these good things of of, of beauty and perfection and joy and life. He journeyed from light into darkness to die. So that we might be taken out of darkness into light to live. And like, if you're not a Christian, well, you're kind of over here, scuttling around in darkness. And that's quite scary, because your future looks dark. But the great news is you can move from darkness to light just by believing in Jesus. You can become a child of light by trusting him. So why not do that right now? Because have a little think. I mean, it's a bit like with a moon science lesson for you you know how the moon like it's got no light of its own in fact it's pretty dark people reckon that that there are parts of the the moon that are like as dark as tarmac and yet the moon shines doesn't it when it's dark the moon dazzles and like beams and it radiates in light and like I know we know how this all happens but, but like how does it happen because the sun shines on it. The sun shines on the moon, and so the moon shines. And for Christians, Jesus shines on us. So we shine. Boom, we're lit up like a shiny moon. We once were darkness, but now we are light. It's like we've gone from... Um, being a rat to the shiny moon. At Youthbeat, we remember this with a simple phrase, um, this might not help you, but here's how we say it. We say, we once were, were a rat, now I am Phil Moon. It might help you, might not help you, it helps us. Um, because that's our change, that's our massive radical change. But that's not all. Because verse 8, kind of tells us that Jesus doesn't want us scuttling around in darkness anymore. 
If we've been changed, well, he wants our actions to change too. Because I, I think about it. He left the light to die in darkness. And so he wants us to leave the darkness and live in the light. I mean, such a radical change in us has got to make a radical difference out of us, right? In fact, J.C. Ryle, um, that legend said, I hold strongly that there is a mighty difference between the, 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 the true believer and the unbeliever, between children of God and children of the world. I hold strongly that the days of the believer should be as distinct from those of the unbeliever as bitter from sweet, as light from dark, as heat from cold. I mean, Paul uses light and dark because they're total opposites. That's his point. Christians should be living totally different from everyone else. Because we once were darkness, but now we are light. And so, are you living radically different from before you became a Christian? Are there big changes that have happened in you? Are you living radically different from your co-workers, from your family, from your neighbours who don't believe in Jesus? Because there should be a radical difference. We should shine like the moon. It's a bit like when you walk into a room. You can't notice when the light's on, right? That's how it should be being around Christians. You notice that life is better because they're shining. We were once darkness, now we are light. And this means two things. It means we're going to leave the darkness behind and live in the light. So let's have a think about those two things. First, we're going to leave the darkness have a look at verse 8. For you were once darkness. Now, English lesson for you, that's past tense. Like, that's ancient history. As in, it's not who we are anymore. And so, that's not who we are. So we don't want to act like that anymore. We're no longer rats. So we don't want to act like rats in the darkness. I mean, do we? And see, look how Paul describes it. Um, he uses some seriously strong language. Verse 11, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness. Verse 15, be very careful how you live. Verse 17, do not be foolish. He's saying don't flirt with darkness. And, and these are kind of the warnings you'd give a child running around like a, a car park, wouldn't you? You'd you, you shout at them and say, be very careful. Or if there's a sharp knife about, you'd be like, don't be foolish! Or like someone walking by, by a cliff, right? You'd shout out, have nothing to do with the end of that cliff! And why would we warn people? Well, because it's dangerous and it's really easy to get hurt. That's why Paul's warning Christians about darkness. Because it is so easy for us to fall back into dark thinking and dark doing. And yet it's deadly. So Paul's like, stay away from that cliff edge. Leave the darkness. Don't flirt with it. So I wonder, have we left our rattish ways behind? <laughs> Are we still flirting with darkness? We should be going far, far, far away from that stuff. And that kind of means like, you know, we'll avoid those texts that are a bit edgy to like uh, those married um, men and women in, in our office. 
It, it means um, we'll block WhatsApp groups that are kind of making us like really gossipy and angry. Um, it, it means like at house parties we won't get, go crazy and, uh, and wild and drinking loads and loads. In fact, we might avoid them altogether or stand with diet coke. And maybe if we're a girlfriend or boyfriend, we're going to avoid like doors closed or in bedrooms kind of scenarios. Because we're leaving the darkness behind. And all of this has a fresh twist in lockdown, doesn't it? I mean, anger and moaning and complaining are so much easier. Now there's just like so much family time. (laughs) And the sheer amount of computer work makes porn just one click away. And apparently, 21% of us are drinking more in lockdown. And yet we need to leave those behind. Are you flirting with those things? Or have you left them uh, behind? What might you need to do about it? Because we, we, we were once darkness, but now we are light. So we leave the darkness behind. And we want to live in the light. And living in the light, it kind of means three really simple things. It means we're going to live like the Son, live to please the Father, uh, living by the Spirit. See, we live the light, so we live like the Son. That's verse 9 here. Because if the light of Christ has shone in you, well, the fruit of light will grow out of you. Look at verse 9. For the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness and truth. Don't those three words describe Jesus beautifully? Do they describe you beautifully? Like, are you righteous in your deeds? Are you good in your thinking? Are you truthful in your speaking? Because this kind of means you should be growing in holiness. Um, Jen Wilkin, in her amazing book, In His Image, Lockdown tip read this quality. Um, she says, growing in holiness, it, it means growing into being um, loving, just, good, merciful, gracious, uh, faithful, patient, and wise. It means learning um, to act like Christ every hour of every day that God gives us on this earth. <gasps> what a challenge, right? <gasps> Are you living like Christ? Lockdown gives us so many opportunities to be growing, doesn't it? I mean, do your family see the patience of Jesus beaming out of you? Are you illuminating your street with generosity and kindness, being like people shopping for others and that kind of stuff? Would people say you speak like Jesus? Like lavish in praise and stingy in criticism? Because that's what it means to live the light. We live like the sun. And actually, the more we stare at the sun, not like the real physical sun, but Jesus, the more we stare at him, well, the more we'll start to live like him. So do gaze at Jesus in lockdown. So we live the light, which means living like the sun and living to please the Father. That's like verse 10. Have a look at verse 10. Find out what pleases the Lord. And it's so important to say twice, verse 17. Understand what the Lord's will is. Now, when I fancy Lizzie, Oh, I still fancy her. Um, but, but, but when I was dating Lizzie, like, I really loved her. Again, I, I still love her. But um, like, I, oh, I wanted to do all I could to please Lizzie. Um, so, uh, when we'd chat on the phone, I'd like make notes and write down the things that she likes and dislikes. So sad, I know. <laughs> but, but also, like, I'd try and avoid doing things she didn't like. And I'd learn from my mistakes. And one such mistake was the worst meal I've ever cooked in my life. 
I'm a bit embarrassed about it. Um, for some reason, ah, I decided to cook Lizzie um, pasta and vinegar and peas. What was I thinking? <laughs> and so I cook her this horrible dish and Lizzie hates peas. And it was disgusting and awful. And so, because I love her, I am never going to make that dish ever again. <laughs> because I love her. Like, I want to please Lizzie, so we're staying clear of vinegar pesto pea thing. Oh. And see, children of light want to please the father of light. See, and because we love him, we're going to want to find out what pleases him. And we can find out by reading this. So, because we love our father, we're going to dive into the Bible to find out what he likes and how to live that way. And so a little prayer to say before reading the Bible, a great thing, would be, Father, today as I read the Bible, how can I live to please you better? Great little prayer. See, because we love God, we're going to learn how to please him. See, Christians, we live the life, living like the Son, living to please the Father, and living by the Spirit. This is verse 18. Because all this sounds a little bit, like, difficult, doesn't it? Which is why verse 18 is great news. Be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and, and, and spiritual songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. Children of light are given the Spirit of light to help them live in the light. Isn't that awesome? He's like um, the battery that charges us up and, 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 and like fills us with energy so we can shine and beam. That's great news. And verse 18 has so much in it. Here's just two really simple things the Spirit does. One, he helps us sing. See, we were once darkness. Now we are light, so we sing. Because we've been saved. Like lockdown, that makes singing in lockdown really important. I mean, do you notice how many times it says song and singing and psalms and hymns and music here? Like, it's a lot. Like, Christians sing, children of light sing and we sing verse 19 to the Lord so in our living rooms we're not singing to Matt and Steph on the TV we're singing to the Lord so let's open our lungs and belt it out right even in lockdown but also our singing is to each other in verse 19 and so that's quite tricky in lockdown yes we can join others in, in, in their living rooms singing to the Lord but actually this makes me long to be back at BH doesn't it to be there with fellow children of light. To be sitting in those chairs as the first cause of how great thou art, it's got to be, um, uh, uh, played out. How can we belt it out and raise the roof? Because we want for darkness. Now we are light. And so we're going to sing. But also, the Spirit helps us say thank you. Verse 20 says, always giving thanks. To God the Father for everything. Thankfulness is so shiny. It, it sparkles. So say lots of thank yous. John Stott said, um, the grumbling spirit is not compatible with the Holy Spirit. Does grumbling define your lockdown or thankfulness? Let's say lots of thank yous. Because we were once darkness. Now we are light. So we leave the darkness and live the light. Living like the sun. And to please the Father by the Spirit. And just a little word. Um, don't underestimate the influence that you can have on your streets, on your classmates, on your friends, by being different. 
Holiness is huge for evangelism. We, can, we, we are living, breathing examples of the power light has over darkness. So shine. Because you were once a rat. Now you are like the shining moon. Let it shine. Let it shine. See, Jesus, he left the light to die in darkness. So that you and I could leave the darkness and live the light. So let's live like the sun. To please the Father by the Spirit. Let's pray. Father, thank you for these beautiful words. Thank you for that you have transformed our lives from darkness to light. Yes, Lord. We praise you. Help us to live like the sun, to please you, our Father of light, by the power of the Spirit. Amen.